This is the World War II Radio Podcast. A date which will live in infamy. This is London. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. Go ahead, Berlin. This is the National Broadcasting Company. World War II radio podcast. Today we have the War Heroes of Boeing, a salute to several decorated servicemen recorded live at a Seattle Boeing plant and broadcast over Seattle's KIRO radio on June 25th, 1942. The World War II radio podcast is a Brick Pickle Media production. If you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. You can also support the show by visiting our online store on our website at brickpicklemedia.com. There you can find links to our eBay store and our other books for sale. And thanks to those of you who have already purchased and supported the podcast. So thanks for listening. Enjoy today's episode of the World War II Radio Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fellow Boeing workers, it was with a tremendous feeling of pride that I stepped onto this platform a few minutes ago, because there are 15 of the world's greatest men up here with me. I don't think I'm exaggerating when I call them that. All of them have won medals for outstanding bravery, and all of them have been touched by fame. But that isn't why they're great. They're great simply because they're outstanding examples are the men who are waging history's greatest battle for freedom and for right. You've read the newspaper accounts of the daring commando raids on the Norwegian and French coast, the giant RAF raid on the Nazi Rostock, other raids on other Axis territory. You know the story of RAF's brilliant victory over the Luftwaffe in the Battle of England. You've thrilled to the stories of our seamen who fought the Japs our airmen who smashed Japanese ships with your own flying fortresses. Well, these men are here today, <coughs> are some of the men you have been reading about. They're British fighting men as well as American. That is as it should be, because America and Britain are fighting this war together as one nation. And we're proud to recognize the heroes of Britain as we do those of our own country. In their ranks are men from the Army, the Navy, the air forces of the two nations, and every one of them is a fighter. They haven't been brought here just to tell you about the things they have done. Their actions already have spoken louder than any word. They've been brought here as a link between the two fronts of democracy's war, the fighting front and the production front. Seattle has been chosen as one of the 21 American cities they're visiting under auspices of the United States Treasury Department to help stimulate the sale of war bonds. And we at Boeing are proud to be honored with a visit from them during their stay in this city. You men and women are fighting the same war these men are. And 
I believe they would be the first to tell you that your job is as important as any. They've been out in the field of battle where they know the value of the equipment you and others like you are furnishing them. They know the need both for quantity and quality, and that is what you are giving them. While you're proud of them, don't forget they are proud of you too. I want to call on Mr. Uh, Commander P.A. Gray, Inspector of Naval Aircraft, introducing Commander Gray. <coughs> I want to ask uh, Mr. H. Line, who is representative here at Boeing of His Britannic Majesty government, to introduce to you 15 of democracy's heroes. Mr. Line. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the honor and pleasure of introducing to you some of the members of the British Armed Forces who have distinguished themselves in combat. I won't waste any time, so I'll start off with Wing Commander Loudon, distinguished flying cross who was a hurricane fighter pilot and received his decoration for his part in combat over Tobruk in Libya. Wing Commander Loudon. <laughs> uh, next was Squadron Leader Nettleton, Victoria Cross. He received this, the highest award for valor, for the part he played in leading a formation of six Lancaster four-motor bombers on a low-level attack on the diesel engine factory at Augsburg, Germany. Four aircraft were shot down on the way there, but his aircraft and another succeeded in reaching the target and bombing it. The fifth was shot down after this effort, and his was the only aircraft to return. This is one of his very many hazardous operations. Squadron Leader Nettleton. <laughs> Next, we have Flight Lieutenant McCulpin. Distinguished Flying Cross, who comes from Los Angeles and flies Spitfires and is a member of the 3rd Eagle Squadron. Aircraft from the aerodrome from which he operates are credited with shooting down nearly 900 enemy aircraft. Flight Lieutenant McCulpin. <laughs> Next we have Pilot Officer Taylor, Distinguished Flying Cross, who has had 22 months of distinguished combat flying and took part in the raids that leveled Rostock and Lubeck. Pilot Officer Taylor. <laughs> then we come to Flight Sergeant Riddell, distinguished flying man, who is a veteran pilot and has taken part in raids on all the principal targets in Germany, including Rostock. Flight Sergeant Riddell. <laughs> Sergeant Huntley, distinguished flying medal, has distinguished himself as a gunner and was one of the Lancaster crew in the Augsburg raid. Sergeant Huntley. <laughs> now we come to the Navy. Lieutenant Boyd, distinguished uh, DSO, is it not? Uh, distinguished Service Order, Royal Navy, was decorated for his part in a combined operation attack at the naval base of Saint-Nazaire. Lieutenant Boyd. Chief Engine, Engine Room Artificer Howard, Distinguished Service Medal, won his decoration in the St. Nazaire Raid. He joined the Navy in 1919 and has seen action all over the world, a considerable part of it being in the Mediterranean. Uh, Chief Engine Room Art Artificer Howard. <laughs> now we come to Lieutenant Michael Hall, Lancashire Fusilier, is attached to number three commander and took part in the raids on Bargeville, Norway, 
where he distinguished himself and was also wounded. Lieutenant Michael Hall. Then we have Sergeant Herbert, DCM, uh, Distinguished Conduct Medal and Military Medal. He was awarded the Distinguished, distinguished Conduct Medal for Distinguished Conduct in the Commando Raid on Vargzo, Norway, where he was instrumental in capturing gun emplacements and barracks. He received his military medal for rescuing a wounded officer and three wounded men and carrying them back to his lines during the fighting in Belgium in 1940. Sergeant Herbert. Now I have the pleasure of introducing Colonel Wright of the, uh, the U.S. Army Air Forces, who I think is uh, quite well known to you. He will introduce the U.S. Uh, member. <laughs> I think it is both an honor and a privilege to be able to present to you today five fighting men of whom all America is proud. You've read about them in the papers, and the enemy knows them, too, from personal experience. The first one that I'd like you to meet is Lieutenant Elliot Vandervanta, Jr., who was awarded the Distinguished Flying Cross for his part in the raid on a Japanese landing party at Luzon. He is a flying fortress pilot and has been in constant action since December the 7th. Next, I'd like present Lieutenant William C. Carruthers, who was cited for special skill as a navigator whose job is guiding B-17s to their bombing targets, Japanese forces in the Pacific. Lieutenant Carruthers. <laughs> Lieutenant George S. Welch brought down four Jap planes over Pearl Harbor and earned the Distinguished Service Cross for extraordinary heroism. Here he is, Lieutenant Welch. You remember the famous message from over the Atlantic? Sighted sub, thanks same. Here's the boy who sent it. Ensign Donald F. Mason, who will say a few words for you. Ensign Mason. I really feel at home here, ladies and gentlemen. I spent three years out at Sand Point, and this typical Seattle weather. <laughs> uh, really, they call us heroes. It's not that. We're the people that are flying them. You are the people that are building them. And now we just need a, a little money to go along with it to buy them. Conclude this part of the program. <laughs> 